Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. 9 November, Kindness and the First Tradition. We learn to treat others with kindness and respect and do what we can to support each other and our group. It works, tradition one. Few of us come into Narcotics Anonymous with effective social skills. We often acquire them by trial and error, mostly error. When we unintentionally mistreat others, we feel terrible and become teachable. The good news is that some of our best lessons come from our mistakes. We call our sponsors, tell on ourselves, figure out our part, and determine better ways to handle similar situations in the future. We are at our best when kindness inspires our words and actions. When kindness is a priority, we're more likely to be supportive, and that helps us grow as individuals and as NA groups. Naturally, it's easier to be kind to those we love, but we don't have to open our homes and share holiday dinners to honor our mutual stake in Narcotics Anonymous. Being a home group member challenges us to practice kindness with folks who aren't in our immediate circle. Our investment in the well-being of NA is more important than our personal feelings about any specific member. We put the welfare of the group first and treat all of our fellows with respect, regardless of baggage or bitterness. Friendship is not a prerequisite for kindness. Rather, we are kind in order to foster unity within the group and to support personal recovery, our own and that of our fellow members. The simplest gesture of kindness can make a world of difference when we are feeling stuck. I was isolating and thinking about using. I got a text from a fellow home group member who asked if I was going to the meeting. It was just the push I needed, a member shared. Our actions have a profound effect on others as well as an impact on our self-image. By choosing kindness, we improve ourselves as we contribute to NA unity. Our actions make NA meetings safe and respectful places for personal growth. The way we treat each other and our groups is a reflection of how we put we before me. I will treat other members with respect and kindness today. I will act in ways that support recovery, yours, mine, and ours. Welcome back, everyone. This is November 9th. Uh, we're here with Annette W. What's up, Annette? 
Oh, not much, Doug. How are you? Doing good. So, Doug, can good. you tell us your clean date where you attend meetings and can you give your home group a shout out? Well, my clean date is coming up here in a couple of days. Uh, Halloween 2004, October 31st, 2004. And I, my home group is the Cullowee Connection in Cullowee, North Carolina. And I'm also a member of an um, online group out of um, the Sun Coast area of Florida, out of Bradenton, Florida. So um, oh, that, cool. that group that group saved my life when when COVID hit and I couldn't make face to face meetings. So. Awesome, yeah. Well, happy anniversary too. And and for Thank the you. folks listening, we're recording. Uh, we we record the episodes, you know, a few days a few days before. So. So when the folks are listening, you'll, you have just came out of your, uh, anniversary week. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, So, so, so two days you could do it. You could do it. Yeah. All right. Let's pivot to the reading. Can you share your thoughts on kindness and the first tradition? Sure. Uh, so my name's Annette and I'm an addict. Thanks for allowing me to be here. This, um, this podcast has become very important to my daily maintenance of my, my recovery. Um, you know, back when I was using dope, I thought I had to be a badass all the time. You know, I thought I had to be, I had this protective shell around me and, and act like I was a, 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 you know, tough and, and, you know, this, that, and the other. And, um, when, when inside I was scared to death, I was scared to death of people, period, you know, especially other women, other women scared me absolutely to death and God forbid anybody call my bluff. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I was the first. I was the furthest thing from a badass. Um, but you know, when I found recovery, um, kindness was one of those things that I found out that I I didn't even know the meaning of the word, much less how to do it or how to receive it. I had a hard time receiving kindness from people. Um, I um, when I first found recovery in two thousand. No, it was not. <laughs> let's go back a little bit. 1988, I came in through uh, the Liquid Fellowship, and those people showed me kindness because you talk this. This few of us came to Narcotics Anonymous with effective social skills. Oh my God, I had the social skills that belonged in a in a pool hall. Yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> you know, super relatable, man. Yeah, yeah right. Not, and that doesn't change. Like it's not like a light switch. You know when we we drink a couple cups of coffee, you know, and we hear the readings, right? It's not like, Oh, I know how to behave now. No, no, I didn't until I saw myself walk through the door. And, and that was in a a young lady that um, really challenged me back then in that she was part of my, my grow, my youth, my, my past. And, and um, you know, the first thing, the first Thing that I remember of my of being a child was being humiliated and told I was not good enough and it was yeah. by this girl's mother okay and when she walked in the room one hip at a time it was like somebody held up a mirror and said there you are that's exactly what you look like walking in here and and these people around you showed me showed showed you kindness so the least you can do is show her a little kindness and and that's when I really got my first dose of kindness. Was well, that's an awakening tra- of our spirit, isn't it? Like when oh, we, when we no can doubt. really grab on to what people have done for us, you know, and 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 show and demonstrated love to us when we got clean. When we're able to kick that out to somebody else, 
Mm-hmm. It's just like we have to look at that as a, as an awakening of our spirit. Like I don't know how else you can describe that. No, no, because I I had the opportunity to do a twelve step call on her later on and went to her house, went to her mother's house, the woman that did that to me. And and when I walked in, I was kind to her. I was gracious to her. I was kind to her, and I was, um, you know, I was just me. You know, I, 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 for a minute, I went back to being that little girl that she humiliated, but then I thought, I heard my sponsor say, hold your head up. You're doing God's work here. You know, God put this in your path for a reason, so you walk through it and you do it. And that's what I did. And um, today, uh, being current in how this kindness, how I'm reflecting the kindness is um, hmm, pretty close to my heart. Um, I am currently the um, guardian of a one-year-old baby. Uh, She just turned one. We got her when she was three weeks old. Her mother is my husband's daughter, and okay. she is active addiction, yeah. and and showing her kindness. Even though me raising her baby has kind of turned my world upside down, because I was I retired five days before this baby was born, and I had plans of so hiking the Appalachian the, Trail. And, <laughs> you, you had I, you some know, free time I, for four and a half days, did you? That's yep, yep. <laughs> And, and then I, uh, you know, I just know that God had other plans for me, you know, and, and, and he had, he gave me an opportunity to make some amends that I didn't know I needed to make through this baby, but to show her mother kindness has been a real challenge for me to get through being resentful and to be, and to show her the kindness that I would show any other addict, you know, any other chronic relapsing addict. And that, you know what's what I find challenging too is to show is to show love and kindness exactly what you're talking about to somebody who if I if I didn't show love and kindness I could still be justified in that you know what I'm talking about like like if I if if somebody has hurt me or wronged me you know whatever it is mm-hmm. little big doesn't matter that's where I really have to be intentional of saying nope you know what they're sick treat them like a sick person. Don't treat them like, you know, the person that hurt you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. If I could, if I could justify just this much, it just yeah. becomes 10 times harder to, you know, to do it, you know? So, yeah. so what's that process been like? Are you, are you talking about it at meetings? Is this something that, that your support group knows about? Like, where are you at with, with, with that piece? Like how, how are you navigating that? Oh yeah. I'm talking about it all the time. The uh, Spiritual Principles at Noon meeting that I attend out of uh, out of the Sun Coast knows all about it. They they met Chloe the first day she came to live with me, and they've oh. watched her grow up and they've watched the challenges that I've had with her. And like mm-hmm. I said, that group saved my life because not only was I struggling um, because of COVID, but I live in a very very rural part of North Carolina, and we have two meetings a week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and there are no women. You know, there there's a couple of women that have time, but they've quit coming to meetings, you know, especially since COVID, they've just never came back. And I was, I was at the end of my rope with my recovery. I was, uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. And then this, this meeting popped up and it's a whole nother story how I got introduced to it, but it saved my life. It literally saved my life. And yeah, they know all about it. They know that, um, and I'm going to be honest here, that, that amends that, that, 
my higher power told me I was ready to make with this baby was through the babies that I didn't allow to be born in my active addiction. Yeah. And, uh, you know, abortion is part of my story. And I never knew that there was an amends there to be made until this baby came along and gave me the opportunity to do that. Now, you tell me this is not a spiritual program. I would argue with you to the day I die because <laughs> this is it's all about spirit to me. And then that, you know what, you, you, you know, what really touches my spirit as you're talking about that. And, and it, it, it just you being engaged in the re recovery process is just very easy to see. It's very easy mm -hmm. to hear. Mm -hmm. And 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 how you talking about you you you're not wearing it as a coat of victimhood. You're not wearing it as a coat of this overwhelming shame and this 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 you know what what whatever we could put on to kind of to not really to not like. I'm at a loss for words. Like it really, it really <laughs> just touched my heart and like how you're going through this and, you, and you're making the connection of like, Hey, this is part of my story. This is an amends I get to make. And, 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 and you're just being transparent about like, Hey, look, this is me. This is who I am. Especially now, you know, like, uh, I almost, I almost feel, and I say this very lovingly, you know, I almost feel that, that we use the term, Hey, that's not meeting level material too much, man. Like when I got clean, it was like, fuck, share whatever. You... Mm -hmm. Look, you share. I don't give a shit what, you know, it, it, we're not making the distinction between, hey, save that for, save that for, save that mm -hmm. for. You know what I'm saying in that? No way. No way. Yeah. And so, so I, so I just really appreciate the fact that you're like, hey, look, this is me. You know, it's part of my story and stuff like but that. But I can't, I can't take credit for it though, Douglas. I can't. Uh, it was because other women, before me talked about it in meetings Beautiful. and that told me that it was okay. That's what opened the door. I mean, I can look back and I can see how it happened. That opened the door. A woman talking about that opened the door by talking about it openly in a meeting. And then another woman talked about it. And then this opportunity came up for me to take this baby. And then, and then, and now I go, I look back and put it all together, and it's like, yep, yeah. <laughs> right there it is. Bro, and look, circling, you know, circling back to 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 just like the kindness that the lady mm -hmm. showed you, and then you get to show the 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 one lady in your story. It's like the, the, those ladies demonstrate, hey, it's safe to share what you're, you know, what they were right. going through, and then bam, and now you're doing that for somebody else listening here. Right. You know, because the HP is just amazing in that way, man. There's, yeah. there's without a doubt, without a doubt, in that a lady or ladies listening to this and saying, you know what, man, fuck it. I'm going to kick it out tonight. Yeah. I'm going to the kicking it out tonight. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I want. That message that I want to get across is it's, there's no shame. I mean, there's, there's so many women live with that shame and that guilt. And uh, I just, I, I couldn't, I was not capable of, taking care of myself, much less another, another person then. I didn't, I didn't really have any choice. And with things going on politically the way they are today, I want to I go to, to Washington and castrate a bunch of son of bitches. <laughs> Is what I want to do. <laughs> you know, uh, don't get me started on that one. But, um, you know, it's, there's no shame that is too great for me to talk about in Narcotics Anonymous. And that's why I'm here. You know, I mentioned that I came through the Liquid Fellowship and they were all about alcohol. 
Narcotics Anonymous lets me talk about my addiction, where it's taken me and where it can take me if I work the program and the benefits that I can. But I've got to I've got to put it out there. I've got, you know, whatever name it takes, I've got to put it out there. I've heard you say it a million times, food, sex, and money. Yeah. You know, if I don't put it out there, I'm not going to get any help with it. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.